to the Dear Society podcast. If you feel stressed or depressed, get some rest and listen to this podcast. You're joined today with me, Paulina, your host. I'm a student from NHL Standen and currently doing uh, my creative business study. And uh, me and my production team created this podcast in order to address mental health awareness and maybe talk about topics that could be hard to talk with uh, your friends or family members so you can find some reassurance and listen to this podcast. Today we're joined with our special guest expert from NHL Send and student counselor. Please introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Alvrein, student counselor. I've been doing this work for, I think, nine years now. Before that, I was in uh, secondary education. So in my work now, I have one-on-one conversations with students. Um, I also give a lot of study skill classes. Mm -hmm. So I think I've seen most, definitely not all, but most problems uh, Mm -hmm. uh, students can run into. Mm -hmm. And in general, I'd like to help students reach uh, solutions two problems they're facing. All right. Thank you for joining us today for our uh, podcast and thank you for being here. All right. So let's dive in into the story time segment. We're going to listen to the anonymous story um, read by a narrator. I hope you as an expert can give some tips so that the students could relate and maybe help to overcome the issue. Um, Today, I want to finally share my story. Actually, I never told anyone how I feel. I guess that's also the problem why I got so deep into that topic. It all started in 2015 when my mom married a new man. For me, this was just not understandable. Not because I don't indulge her another husband. Uh, No, he's making me feel that I don't belong to the family anymore. And this is making me sick. Uh, The best thing is my mom also behaves differently when he's around. At that time, I also had problems in my social life. In which people cut me off or betrayed me. All this is coming together over the years and is building a huge weight on my soul. uh, And I thought I just needed to leave this place. So I decided to move to another place and get a fresh start on everything. However, this did not help me as much as I thought it would. My body feeling and the mental anguish of me that is saying you don't belong anywhere is hitting me up from the inside. Through all the new things around me, I isolate myself and I recognize I have insane mood swings in which I feel motivated and have a sense of well-being plus my self-confidence is huge. On the next moment, I have racing thoughts, feel depressed and empty. Sometimes it's so bad that I'm sleeping the whole day. I really don't want to. I really don't know what to do. I reach my limits and need to I need advice. What do you think about the situation? What is your opinion? What the students shared with us? Uh, sounds like a horrible state of be uh, state of being to be in. Mm-hmm. The anguish and the uncertainty, maybe even especially the feeling of not belonging and not even the the sense of not belonging in your body, which makes you feel ungrounded so that's a horrible situation to uh, be in it's unfortunately also not uncommon yeah i definitely think that uh, talking 
to people about this and about this situation is in general a good idea. Mm -hmm. um, even though you should be careful uh, where you uh, discuss this because not everybody will respond in a manner that is constructive, can show enough empathy for the problem. Simple advices as uh, advices in the uh, in the line of uh, well, just suck it up won't help and actually yeah. can make the feel the person feel worse mm -hmm. because there seems to be a lot of uh, rejection going on or the feeling of rejection. I'd hesitate to discuss this as a person with a bipolar diagnosis mm -hmm. um, because there's not enough information in there. It could be bipolar disorder, uh, but it could just as likely be uh, a whole range of other things. True. So if we start from the beginning, like the person said, started in two 2015. Mm -hmm. So that's five years ago now. Yeah. That's a, uh, an interesting a sort of data point mm -hmm. to put in th into the analysis because if everything before 2015, not sure how old this person is, mm -hmm. but it's a student, so must be at least 18. So then at the earliest, it would have started at 13. Mm -hmm. um, that can also be the start of puberty, uh, in which yeah. many things changes. But we're not certain at what happened beforehand. Like If beforehand mm -hmm. everything was fine and she was happy and the family mm -hmm. was happy and then suddenly usu usually it's not that one thing but it it can definitely be one thing that is like a breaking point a breaking point or mm -hmm. uh, a thing that exposes things that were already uh, damaged damaged or mm -hmm. not as as well as the person would have hoped so then the divorce comes she feels like she doesn't belong in the family anymore mm -hmm. that definitely seems something if you have a good connection with your uh, the mother, then I'd definitely discuss that with the mother. Then again, judging by the situation uh, or just judging by the information mm -hmm. uh, that we have, in all likelihood, the connection with the mother isn't that well to start with. Oh um, Yeah, because she's trying to be better for her husband so she doesn't spend that much time and care for her children yeah and also she she changes when he is around yeah um so every time th that puts you as a child in a very uncertain situation because you mm -hmm. never know what your mom is going to do and she can mm -hmm. say one thing uh, to you uh, in one moment but mm -hmm. then when he's there it all changes and uh, she uh, doesn't keep her word or so that's a very tough situation combine that with out of puberty then it's going to be a very intense situation so i can imagine a person wanting to sort of flee the situation move elsewhere and hope that elsewhere everything will be fine problem with this is that it doesn't really matter where you go mm -hmm. uh, you always bring yourself like for example, person I'll refer to person as a she. Um, she moved, but she didn't feel like she didn't feel that it solved the problem. Yeah, it didn't bring the the feeling of connection or belonging that she was uh, looking for, mm -hmm. and now she isolates herself. Which the isolation is uh, understandable because she obviously had an experience of being hurt by her surroundings a lot. So you want to. Uh, psychologically, you'd like to avoid mm -hmm. exacerbates the problem. So I think in this case, thing that she should uh, could try and do um, is first off talk to a general practitioner or the mm -hmm. family doctor. And it doesn't sound like a physical problem, mm -hmm. uh, but the general practitioner or family doctor can refer you to something that uh, in the Netherlands we call a 
praktijkondersteuner huisarts, mm-hmm. uh, which is a uh, psychologist. And uh, the psychologist will talk to her and see what's going on. Uh, maybe do a few tests mm-hmm. and then look for the right psychologist to help her with this problem. But definitely seek help because as she already noticed that the, is- the self-isolating make things worse. Definitely seek help with the general practitioner, but also talk to a student counselor. And it's not a bad thing to go online and, for example, on Facebook or Reddit, uh, there are support groups uh, of people who tend to have maybe a borderline diagnosis. Mm -hmm. But again, that's absolutely not sure. There's a lot of things that uh, can happen, uh, needs that aren't being met in childhood can cause exactly the same patterns. So... Yeah, I so, mm-hmm. Okay, so thank you for the for the tips and for the suggestions that you gave to the student who sent this story time for us. And now we're going to move to our Q&A session. It is you ask we answer. Just a quick disclaimer that you can always send your stories to our Dear Society mailbox. Um, If you want to connect with us, if you want to get your questions answered. Um, Also, since we were on the topic of professional help, you can always find professional help suitable for you in the Netherlands. Um, Online, you can go to government.nl slash topic slash mental health services and you will find everything across the Netherlands that could be suitable for you. Or you can call number um, 0602-222-88. First question that we have now is, I have trouble concentrating. How can I get more focused? What would you recommend on? It depends where the trouble uh, uh, focusing is coming from. Um, Probably when you, for instance, want to finish an assignment. You have so many distractions, especially right now when we have online classes, as we are at home, there is roommates that come to our rooms all the time or want to talk with us. So how can we stay more focused? How we can just do our thing, I would say. Yeah, so um, I'd go through a different set of categories. First of all, I'd check your surroundings. So that m- means roommates, for mm-hmm. example. So put up a do not disturb uh, <laughs> sign, just like yeah. you would in a hotel. Uh, also talk to them and just tell them, if it's up, please don't enter because you're bothering me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're studying, usually in a, a non-corona time, mm-hmm. I'd say uh, don't study at home because your home is full of distractions and you'd have to keep telling your brain constantly, moment to moment, no, I'm not going to do the dishes, I'm not going yeah. to watch <laughs> Netflix, etc. Yeah. I'm here to study. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a, a really hard thing to do, to keep repeating that mantra-like to yourself. Yeah. So when you have the intention of studying and you go, for example, to a uh, library or at this uh, point in time, a uh, hotel or to school or mm-hmm. a cafe or a bar, or it doesn't really matter, just don't do it at home, mm-hmm. um, then you take that intent with you to the surrounding and you associate the surrounding with studying. So then the surroundings will consistently do that for your brain. Oh, so I'm here to study. That helps. It doesn't prevent you necessarily to go and watch Netflix while you're on school, but it does help. It makes it easier. The other thing, and in your room, you could even switch apartments during study time if a friend 
uh, who's also studying, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe who's off to work, then you move their place just to study and then move back, but don't do any studying at home. It's really important then to not do the studying at home. So uh, no WhatsApp groups, no email, uh, and especially no learning or writing. Because then, again, you confuse your brain, and Mm -hmm. actually you're telling your brain that it's quite possible to study at home, which Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be. But then you think of your studying while you're trying to relax. So make the contrast higher. And I'd go through, also uh, check things like your... Uh, mobile phone turn it off turn at least at the very least turn the sound off mm-hmm. put it behind you like so it's not in view make separate accounts on your laptop because most students are doing the studying and the relaxation on mm-hmm. the same laptop uh, so create two different accounts one with a study like environment and mm-hmm. the other uh, with your uh, games installed yeah. and your netflix bookmarks in your browser start using separate accounts mm-hmm. okay that's interesting i'm also learning new things right now and um so we have a second question which is uh, also in terms of assignments and working uh, as a student is are there ways to calm my mind when i'm about to take an exam i think That's also something really current with students because we have this rush of adrenaline each time we take an exam. So what would you suggest how to calm yourself before having to do an assignment? Just just focusing on the day of the exam. There's lots of things you can do beforehand, but Mm -hmm. on the day of the exam itself, um, make sure you eat a a sturdy breakfast um, because you actually need the blood sugar. And if you don't eat breakfast because you're nervous, you're mm-hmm. obviously not hungry. I'm yeah. not saying you have to be hungry to eat a breakfast. Do eat a breakfast mm-hmm. or lunch or dinner, depending on the time the exam is. That will help your body stay calm. Uh, be careful with caffeine. Um, don't don't <laughs> use don't go do energy drinks or lots of coffee if you're already nervous for the exam. Yeah. If you're used to drinking coffee, do drink coffee, but mm-hmm. not more than usual. And then right before the exam, uh, don't go talking to other students who are nervous as well, because you'll uh, actually consume the energy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Listen to music that uh, normally puts you in a good mood, like Mm -hmm. uh, uh, music you listen to while going to a gym Mm -hmm. or uh, maybe doing yoga. And then I guess check your breathing. And one of the best ways to do that, and you should practice this while studying for the exam, so you already know what to do just before ha- during the exam. You breathe in a ratio of one to two, so that uh, and your breath is, has four phases. You breathe in, you hold. Mm-hmm. You breathe out, mm-hmm. you hold. And the breathing in and the holding in should be half the time of the breathing out. So just count this: two seconds in, two seconds holding, two seconds maybe. Uh, see if you can uh, work that up to five seconds to mm-hmm. ten seconds. If you practice this, and then uh, it would also be beneficial to breathe in through your nose and mm-hmm. uh, actually breathe out with your uh, jaw unclenched. That will put your focus one on the counting and the breathing, and it will also give your parasympathetic nervous system more time to actually activate and help you calm down. So usually we're uh, hyperventilating, we're high in our chest uh, yeah. when we're nervous and we're going really fast yeah. more in than out. So reverse that, because on that, and take, for example, during your studying, uh, say I'm going to do this 10 times in a row um, and then just see what happens. Then also do it, do it during an, an exam. It, it will take time to do this, yeah. obviously. It'll take like a minute or two minutes. 
Um, but it's worth it because in your stressed out state of mind, you're not going to be uh, in an optimal state of mind to answer anyway. So do take the time uh, to breathe. Yeah, I think breathing also can solve a lot of problems when it comes to being nervous. For me, at least, it just yeah. calms me. Um, so running off with the question, third question, um, I have troubles with my sleep rhythm. I feel drained. Are there ways to improve my sleep? Oh, there are countless ways <laughs> of uh, improving your sleep. <laughs> Obviously, the uh, light during the evening is, uh, is a thing. Use blue screen filters mm -hmm. or use blue light filters mm -hmm. uh, rather. Things like night shift. Use them from six in the evenings. I think a bigger thing is that you'd want to keep uh, your schoolwork on day hours, uh, especially if you get stressed out by school, then yeah. you don't do it in the evening. The other thing is make sure your room is dark, use mm -hmm. earplugs if necessary. Feeling drained during the day, I usually recommend that uh, to improve the contrast between day and night. And uh, especially in this corona time, many students uh, struggle with keeping a routine and that means that for your body and your brain it's not entirely clear uh, what you should be doing at what time mm -hmm. the way to approach this would be to say to yourself uh, regardless of what ha what's happening i'm mm -hmm. not doing any studying uh, yeah. during the evening and I'll see uh, how much studying I can do during the day, doing any studying during the evening. Okay. Well, that's interesting because I also kind of have a uh, routine messed up and in this pandemic as well. The sleep schedule is all over the place because I don't differentiate between the day and night. But that's a really great suggestion. That's it for the this episode about um, bipolar disorder and some other few questions that we had. To give some conclusion, if you have problems with bipolar disorder, try to contact um, professional people to give you a follow-up advice on it. If you feel like it's getting um, of a problem, as well as take care of your breathing. Breathing can really improve your stress levels and really can calm you down. If you want to listen to us, you can always check Matters page on Mondays at 5 p.m. If you want to find appropriate consultant, you can also visit NHL Send and Study Info and ask for study counselors here in the university. Thank you for the expert for joining us today and giving us advice and some tips on how to deal with certain issues have a great day and if you feel stressed or depressed get some rest and listen to the dear society podcast until next time